Hi, everybody. This is Jessica from Main Street Waterloo, and we're bringing you this podcast to keep you informed about everything happening in downtown Waterloo and tell you how far downtown Waterloo has come in the past 25 years. Remember, there's always lots to do in downtown Waterloo. Welcome to the Main Street Waterloo podcast, where we discuss how far downtown has come over the past 25 years and all there is to do in downtown Waterloo. I'm your host, Jessica Rucker, Executive Director of Main Street Waterloo, and today we're joined by the Honorable Mayor Quentin Hart. Welcome, Mr. Mayor. We're really excited to have you be our first episode. Oh, I'm the first. I I really appreciate that. So this is exciting, and, and I'm glad to be here. Uh, with you as well in Main Street. So thank you. Um, <clears throat> this podcast, we're really looking at how far downtown has come over the past 25 years. Uh, a lot of the significant things that have been done, whether it was projects, events that have happened, uh, changes that have been made. Can you tell us a little bit about your involvement in some of the, your passion projects that you've been a part of? Well, if, if you allow me, I want to go back. I know this is 25 years. It's the celebration, and I'll get there. But I just want to say first, you know, I grew up in Waterloo, Iowa, grew up, and I had some of the best times as a child, long time ago, way before the 25 years, <laughs> um, going down, going to the stores. I remember there was this restaurant called King's Restaurant where you used to be able to order burgers and stuff uh, from this little system at your booth. And so I remember so much about the downtown and the incredible times uh, that I used to have. And that's why, you know, I'm so grateful to be celebrating this 25 years at this point because all of those things that I fell in love with with my downtown, I have the opportunity along with you and Main Street to be a part of that resurgence and that rebirth and that energy and that synergy of our downtown. So I want to say congratulations to you and congratulations to Main Street for completely transforming and bringing back a lot of those childhood things that I used to love to love to see and be a part of. Um, And when you take a look at just the fact that how many people are actually living in downtown Waterloo now, you know, from the Jim Walsh and JSA and all the work they're doing to uh, Dahlstrom, to so many others that are investing so much into our downtown as a place to actually live. And that's that's one of the differences that I've seen over the past 25 years, you know, who would have thought we've had a, a, a building overlooking the river where people can actually live. And so that's that's incredible. And I love to see those projects and they're very passionate. I'm very passionate about seeing that type of redevelopment or resurgence in living spaces. Um, I love to see the restaurants, you know, single speed. It's one of the top restaurants, not just Uh, in downtown Waterloo, but in the state of Iowa and the Midwest. So we've had the opportunities to see some of our restaurants and our eateries. And who doesn't miss going past Jameson's or El Patron or the the Eagle or, you know, so just great food places. But, you know, the the one thing that people don't realize uh, about our downtown is it's not just 
you know, a couple blocks, right, where everything is like right there. Our downtown is kind of huge, right? Nine and a half square uh, nine, miles. Nine and a half, right. And so you see, you know, we have a convention center that we're working very hard to uh, renovate on this 25th anniversary. We have Young Arena. We have the Center for Arts. But, but I, I'm just talking right now. But just so many incredible things that are in our downtown that sometimes we don't even realize the jewels that we have. And, you know, you mentioned how big the downtown is. <clears throat> um, a lot of people do think of maybe just 4th Street as being our downtown but uh, it goes all the way over to TechWorks campus and over to 6th Street. I know there's a lot that has already happened and a lot upcoming in the TechWorks campus area. Do you want to talk about any of that? Well, yeah, you know, what we've seen. So we, we can't forget part of Main Street and this 25 years are some of the partnerships that have happened because that makes all the difference. And our Waterloo Development Court uh has been huge in that area working with uh our cedar cedar valley tech works which is an advanced manufacturing uh epic center uh here in the state of iowa uh at one point what was it the largest 3d printer in the entire north america which is which is great because we have an industrious uh background but also the renovation of the other manufacturing building the, the courtyard marriott uh, that is there as well. Uh, the John Deere Museum, you know, we're taking a look at uh, a marina in that area and we have some uh, some shovel ready sites uh, for retail and other opportunities to be able to go there. And then winter bottom restoration that is there as well. And then we move over to, um, what is it, uh, Grand Crossing uh, 1 and 2 and maybe one day there may be uh, three as well. So that whole area, uh, as you mentioned, is really blossoming and some incredible things are going to continue to happen over the next few years. I mean, it's been longer than 25 years, but it, yeah, the history of having John Deere right here as part of our downtown and mm -hmm. what it what that area has become now is really exciting and is very unique to downtown. Um, I know the Riverfront Renaissance uh, has been a big part of the history of downtown uh, and how and some of the development that has happened over the past handful of years. Do you want to, um, let's talk about some of those projects, the the amphitheater, Expo Plaza, and then what's to come, because isn't the Park Avenue Bridge going to be done soon? Absolutely. You kind of just said it almost <laughs> all. I want you to talk uh, in more detail, though. <laughs> well, well, yeah, the Riverfront Renaissance, um, it, you know, we had the amphitheater, which is along the river, one of the most beautiful sites uh, we have in the entire Cedar Valley. And then the youth pavilion that's connected to the Center for Arts uh, is there as well as something for our young people. The entire trail system along the riverbank, uh, that was also part of the Riverfront Renaissance to be able to enjoy the natural amenities there. Uh, Park Avenue Bridge, which we know uh, is in definite need of improvements. And we were just, we were fortunate enough to receive a federal grant for Park Avenue uh, Bridge. So we'll start that construction in the next uh, couple years. Um, but that's also, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, Mark's Park, which is a splash pad right along the river. Uh, but it also transcends into our museum district. Like you, you, you don't necessarily think of it, but you know, the Center for Arts 
has the largest Haitian art collection in the entire North America. And then you move a couple blocks from there and you have the sportsplex. But across from the sportsplex, you have the Dan Gable National Wrestling Museum. And then as part of that riverfront renaissance, you move over to Washington Street and you have the uh, Veterans Museum as well. So we have a museum district that's pretty incredible and unique as in, uh, in comparison to any museum in the entire United States. And all of that movement, all of that synergy was part of uh, the Riverfront Renaissance as well. How exciting. So you started moving us cl- more into the heart of our downtown. So let's start talking a little bit about some of the 4th Street stuff. I know um, the Best Western Hotel has been a major project and on uh, the city's to-do list for several years. We finally made progress and it's amazing. Do you want to kind of talk us through the <coughs> the positive part of the process and what has happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, with any major project, there's some growing pains. But this is good because, you know, one one of the reasons that the developers wanted to um, reinvest in the the older model, which is Best Western, is because of Main Street and the synergy and all of the great things they see taking place. And then also connected to that project across the street. They wanted to see something happen with the convention center. When I started um, and I was on the campaign trail, folks were like, what are you going to do with that convention center? You know, how are we going to be able to honor that name of the Sullivan brother family? So we are we are um, doing some incredible things with the uh, convention center. We're changing that around. But that's also stimulating people to take a look at nearby. I think we have uh, Dewey Joey's is coming back. And then on the other side, we have developers that are looking to renovate the courier block. So Community National Bank, you know, their renovation, you know, so it's kind of created this incredible synergy around uh, our downtown and the heart of the city. And then we can't forget about the Four Street Bridge and the Covered Bridge. And we have some very special uh, things that are going to happen uh, to our Four Street Bridge in the next year or so. So very exciting. But you know, because of Main Street and the cohesion uh, and all the stuff you're doing, it's creating an environment where people understand that you invest capital here, it is an incredible investment that you're going to have incredible returns on. I mean, you really mentioned it. It's a lot of those partnerships <clears throat> that we have with different people and then communicating what is happening in downtown Waterloo that has created this environment for developers to want to invest in our downtown. And it's really exciting. Uh, a big project for the city that needed to be done, um, but was most, it was a partnership, but more so the city than developers. And that was the Lincoln Park renovations. Um, right. I believe it's the most used city park in the state. Is that correct? I, I would probably, of course I'll say <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but I mean, you, you you think about it, you know, it's one of the things that we did uh, with the park and our partners. So we thank, thank for all of our partners is to make it multifunction, right? Because, you know, we hold large events, you know, Irish Fest is the largest in the entire state, top five, probably in the United States. 
And so we did a lot of things underneath the ground to be able, from our electrical and all of those things, to be able to celebrate it. And, and what can we say about uh, Friday Lose, right? Um, that Main Street hosts uh, every week or every other week, but it really makes a difference. It looks incredible and it really puts us in a position to host even more opportunities there. All right. You brought up events. So um, I know one of your favorites is the mayor's fireworks. Every year we get questions. Why is it called the mayor's fireworks? So I wanted to touch on your passion for making sure the community has fireworks and why we do this and why it's called the mayor's fireworks. Well, you know, we say the mayor's fireworks, but we wanted to make sure that there is some type of ownership, right? When you just put it, you have a change in this, but it puts the onus that one of our leaders would come forth and be able to do it. But it's mayor, but it's all of us uh, in this partnership. And I just think it's important for the young people uh, within our community to be able to have a celebration uh, about who we are as a community. And yes, it's our Independence Day, but it is a celebration of community. You give opportunities for small businesses to be able to participate with vendors. You give our fireworks folks, but it's something that everyone can enjoy. And Waterloo, the Cedar Valley has some of the most amazing talent as well. And all of that is on display at uh, this event. And so, yeah, it's the mayor's fireworks, but it's all about community. And anyone that knows me know that I'm just all about community, all about celebrating who we are as a community. Well, you're being humble because part of the reason why it is called the Mayor's Fireworks is because you do all of the hard work. You help us find the funding in order to be able to put this on for the community. You do the hard work. If, If you can't do that, then we don't have the show to put on. So that's why we pay you that honor of calling it the Mayor's Fireworks, too. Unless we all just came in and we had bottle rockets <laughs> and we just shot them all up. But, but no, but, I, but I'm fortunate because, you know, you and Main Street uh, and all of our partners have been absolutely incredible. <laughs> and that's why that's why this event has been good. And, and all of the people that support it financially to make it happen. It's just been incredible. And that's that's what we're about. And as long as we can gather together, we have some big plans for this year. So we're excited. Absolutely. Now, beyond events and development, um, you have been a part of some pretty significant uh, initiatives, I would call them, for downtown and Waterloo in general. Things like the holiday two-hour parking, the mayor's five-for-five shop small challenge, and the black and minority business development. Do you want to talk about some of those things that you've been a part of that have really helped the economy, especially in downtown? Well, you know, thanks. Thanks to your leadership, too. I always like to um, uh, share. But um, <clears throat> one, uh, you know, I consider downtown to like almost be an incubator of small business. Right. Um, we have unique uh, businesses with the niche, um, you know, that we can walk up and down the corridor. And I think it's absolutely important that we do what we can to to support those businesses. And so, you know, I, I'll tell you, I had one of the greatest times that you could possibly have during our pop-up shops, right, this past, over this holiday season. 
And that's because you're bringing in entrepreneurs who may not have seen themselves as like being a downtown business, but you gave them an opportunity to show their craft and what they have to offer. And it was one of the most tremendous times that I've had. And I probably left uh, during that day with uh, not as much money as I had when I started, but it's an incubator for our small businesses. And, you know, I'm, while we're talking, I need to go back and reach out to them and see what we can do further to help make sure that they're a mainstay downtown. But downtown is so significant in giving people an opportunity. And we have a great business environment uh, with JSA and some of the other um, folks that have property for giving our small businesses an opportunity. And I do love to brag, when you take a look at the city of Waterloo and our downtown and minority businesses, you know, there's a diversity uh, in that aspect from African-American businesses to um, um, Bosnian businesses to Latino businesses. And that's going to only increase um, over the course of time because we are moving from just being a diverse community to being an inclusive community. And that inclusion is part of the economics uh, in this city as well. So um, we have some, some good things going on. Uh, and we'll continue to, to do that as well. But the, the parking too, I know there's, there's always been some conversation, lively conversation about parking, uh, but I think we're doing more uh, to try to help that versus some of the other communities within our state that are 50,000 people and more. And so I'm grateful to be a part of some of those opportunities to find solutions. So one of the things I know you enjoy talking about in a lot of interviews and addresses to communities or presentations you do is the success of downtown and the businesses. Um, I know you and I haven't touched base on the number currently, but um, I would love it if you could remember <laughs> and share how many businesses have opened since 2018. I mean, I know you're, you've got to be pretty close, even though we haven't touched base. Um, I, I will probably say 45-ish at this point, 45, 50. Oh, heck, yeah. we're not, we're more than that. You usually go high. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was like a year ago, yeah. right? Because we did have a couple of businesses open during COVID and um, we, we're really excited that between the support of the city and grow Cedar Valley and uh, what we were able to do to help the businesses, we didn't lose very many businesses due to COVID to this point. So um, it's been exciting to see how downtown has grown exponentially and filled those vacant storefronts. Absolutely. So what are some of your hopes and goals or dreams that you would like to see happen in downtown bef uh, in the next few years? I would, I would love to see, um, we, you know, where every, every storefront um, absolutely um, uh, filled. But also, in addition to the economics, in addition to the people that are living uh, downtown, I want to focus on some of the incredible things to keep people downtown, right? By utilizing of spaces. Uh, that we've talked about, uh, more public art uh, downtown, um, signage downtown. Like right now, if you take a look at 
um, the Veterans Museum, Veterans Memorial, uh, the Sullivan Plaza. You know, we have a great veteran's history, right? So we should be able to walk downtown, acknowledge all of those things uh, from a capacity of walking tours and those things about the uniqueness we have. I want to see other amenities. I want to see, I don't want to give it away yet, uh, but I want to see just things to support uh, the businesses that attract people downtown that make you not only just go into a shop, but want to walk around and want to stay there. Uh, so that that's 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 my hopes and dreams uh, for downtown as well. And I want I want businesses to, to strive. Uh, and so I think we're off to a, an incredible start. Uh, and Main Street is one of the leaders in that. Sounds like you and I need to have a meeting to talk about some of those dreams to get the plans on paper. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um. So history and you mentioned public art there was a new sculpture recently installed at the blackhawk county courthouse uh do you want to say anything or touch base on that at all yeah it's um in in correlation to um you know the women's suffrage and uh the right to vote um we have some incredible uh women entrepreneur that are downtown are having businesses. So all of this plays into part of being a diverse community. It's not just one gender, it's not just one race, but it's about uh, all of us being included. And so I was very fortunate on a very cold day, right, to to go out and hear speeches. And so we thank, we're thankful for the UNI partnership uh, in making that happen. Okay. So in 2020, we had to, I think the word was pivot for 2020. We had to pivot for my Waterloo days and we invited you to be a part of (laughs) a new event. Um, the lip sync battle. This was a very, very popular event and it's been asked for us to bring this back in 21. Will you accept the challenge and do a new song and be a part of our lip sync battle for 2021? Yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely. I still think I won, but you know that's a that's another story. It's kind of hard to compete with uh, Tavis, <laughs> but, but tell him I'm ready for him this year. I'm ready for all comers this year. We're going to win first first this year, so I'm ready. Awesome. And you can start <laughs> practicing and planning now. I, I can only imagine right. giving you guys this much notice that uh, what we're going to see for this lip sync battle. I'm coming for him. Coming for him. <laughs> Are there any other things you would like to discuss or talk about before we wrap things up today? Well, I just want to say to take a look from 25 years to where we're at right now, I think we're in a a good place. We're in a good space. And I'm looking forward to so many other positive things happening in downtown. Downtown is our heart. And we need to make sure that it's vibrant. We need to make sure that the economy is pumping and moving along in our downtown. I'm so proud of the work of Main Street and this 25th year anniversary. I'm proud of all of the folks that have stepped up, that believe in Waterloo and believe in downtown and wanting to make a difference. And, you know, you know, you take a look at like LSB moving over to Tech Words. 
And those are just phenomenal stories about the history of our downtown. And we're going to keep telling those stories. We're going to keep pushing and fighting to have one of the most incredible downtowns that we can possibly have. But it starts with our main street. So I want to thank you for all your efforts and your board's effort and work. Thank you. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the support of the city. So we're really excited to be able to partner with you guys in the relationship that we have. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed our first one with Mayor Hart. I want to thank the team at Pixel Labs for helping us bring this podcast to you. Make sure to subscribe so you can receive notifications when new episodes are released. And be sure to join us each month to learn more about downtown Waterloo and all there is to do.